Hey, welcome Hi. to the broadcast. <laughs> We're super excited to have you here with us. Welcome to day two of our brand new Lunch Plus broadcast. Are you enjoying it so far? Thank you for being here. Thank you for hopping on. As you are hopping on, make sure that you share the broadcast comment tell us who you are where you're watching from so that way we can say hello to you we saw mason phillips say good morning from king north carolina george says good morning almost good afternoon mm -hmm. lisa lamb says she has to go back to work but she loves us and she came on to share it we love you lisa so <laughs> much and miss jan pastor brian's mom says that she's on for a few minutes then a friend is taking her to lunch that's sweet well thank you all for being here again please comment tell us who you are so that we can say hello to you and share the broadcast. And we've got awesome stuff coming up today. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one. Going to be a good one. I'm excited. On today's broadcast, we have Willet Muffin. You'll have to stick around to figure out what the heck that means. Then uh, at 12.10, we we're going to have a time of prayer. So even if you want to start right now putting in some prayer requests into the comments, we want to pray for you guys today. Uh, at 12.20, we're going to do some Bible trivia. And then at 12.30, Pastor Brian's coming in with another uh, episode or another installment of The Man Who Would Be King. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited about this. And I want to let you guys know for the Bible trivia, you might not have known that. Well, I, there was a hint towards it yesterday. But we're making it super clear today. We're making it super <laughs> clear today now that we know. Um, for the Bible trivia, make sure you're here for that because we're going to be giving away $5 gift cards for uh, whoever answers the Bible trivia questions first yes. on our Restream chat. So so make sure you stick around, share the broadcast, because let's just be real for, for a minute. That That's a way that we can reach people, <laughs> like yeah. a wide net of people who wouldn't normally be on. So guys, at uh, during the Bible trivia, make sure you're ready, make sure your fingers are slick uh, to answer as fast as possible. I've also heard that YouTube, it, things are quicker on YouTube. So, I don't know. So I've actually wanna... heard the opposite. Really? I have. Wow. Like, have. You, at least for me, YouTube has always been faster than Facebook. Just have them both up, whichever one Yeah, just quicker. have them both up. <laughs> uh, so subscribe to the Brian Wright channel if you haven't done that, because you might have a better chance of winning in Bible trivia. Yeah, we're going to be giving away at least five gift cards today. Mm -hmm. So that's basically cash in hand. Yeah. So watch the broadcast. And as Buddy said, if you do have anything you would like to be prayed over, we are here to believe with you what you are expecting to see in your life. We are going to be praying and believing to see the Lord move. So if you've got them, drop them in the comments right now, yeah. and we'll be praying for that in just a little bit. But before we do, this is family time. Hey, fam, we love you. Amen. So we want to chit-chat. We've got some questions for you. We need to have some conversations today. So, question number one. Bun, da, da. Do you eat food po past the expiration date if it still looks good and smells fine? Like, will you eat the food past <laughs> when it says it expires? That's a good question. Yes. Do you eat food past the expiration date? <laughs> I don't date? know if you guys can hear a pastor in the background. He's like, yes. <laughs> he didn't even hesitate. Look, Priscilla says, yep. Kevin says, of, of course. course. Wow. Like, yeah. that was very assertive. Of is course it, I do. Holly says, depends on the food. That is, yes. that, that's valid. Yeah. Arabella, Arabella also said says, the exact same thing. Eo says, it depends, not milk. I will with milk. Yeah. I'll smell the milk. Like, if, if the milk has an expiration, because the expiration date, they'll put that mm. on there as, like, the point of sale. You can't mm. sell it past this point, but it's yeah. still mostly fine for at least, like, a week or normally. 
Mm. Um, Pastor Nicole says, Jade says yes. Pastor Nicole says it depends on how long past the expiration date and mm. what it is. Johnny says it depends on the food. Okay, what food would you not eat past the expiration point? Well, so I guess for me, it's there's a, there's a huge difference between um, sell-by and expi- expiration date. Sell-by date, I'll eat past that. Obviously, you already brought that up. Uh, expiration date, I won't eat anything past that. That's just disturbing. Like, obviously, m- milk. A- Abby said Instead milk. Instead of milk. I, I may you have say said milk. milk. Okay. I say milk. 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 It's milk, Josh. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that video. Um, anyway, uh, seafood, seafood's safe. Yeah, chick- chicken is questionable, Priscilla said. Pat, Jade says she will not eat pork past the expiration date. Just pork? Like, it's very specific. If it, because man can't tell oh. specifically when, like when it's going to expire. It just yeah. kind of happens. So if it mm-hmm. if it gets gross, then I'm going to chuck it. But if it still looks fine, then it's probably fine. That's true. That's my that's my thinking. Okay, question number two. Bum ba da. What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought? I thought it said thought at first. <laughs> I'm like, that's not going to that. What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought? The thing that George teases me about the most, I purchased it pre-George. And it was pre-George. one of those as seen, well, it was a state of life pre-George. Mm. Um, it was one of those as seen on TV things. Mm. And I decided I wanted my arms to be super buff. So I bought a shake weight thinking that it was going to be the coolest thing ever. And it was, it was redonkulous. And George, the first time he came over and saw it, he's like, what, why is, why, why, why is that it in exist? your home? I don't even know why that thing exists. I feel like the as seen on TV store in the mm-hmm. mall is a great thing for this particular question. That's true. Anything. Well, there, so there was a website that I always went to um, called thisiswhyimbroke.com. Whoa. And on that website, I'm writing it down. It's full <laughs> of just random stuff, <laughs> like stuff that you really don't need to buy. Like so many people are pulling out their phones now. Um, like it's just it's. <laughs> Jade says basically anything on Wish. That's true because like, I'd say ninety percent of the stuff on Wish will break within the year. Or it's like baby size. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Hey, here's this beautiful pair of shoes that fits your Barbie doll. Anyway, so on unbroke.com, what did you buy? Uh, I bought a Bane mask, like from The Dark Knight Rises. Um, I, I'd say that's the first thing that came to my head. And, it, it, and I had to get the kid size um, because I have a tiny head. Um, but, like, one time, so I tried to cut my own hair, and I cut it wrong, so I had to shave my head. Um, that's why I don't really cut my hair that much myself anymore. But um, it actually looked awesome. Like, there's a picture somewhere on my Facebook of me bald-headed with With a Bane Bane mask, and it looked great. I got really nervous about George's comment because all (laughs) I read was my first engagement ring. I'm like, what? (laughs) But then I forgot he had been engaged before. He said, I should have never done that because Barrett is the one God had for me. Oh, that's cute. Holly says, I did an ab thing. You put on the belt, and it was supposed to send pulse to loose. Oh, is that, is that one of those, those like, straps that you put on, and it just, like, shakes, <laughs> and the people that are, are just like this the whole time, and it's, like, super awkward? I've seen those. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, question number three. Um, what is the most boring superhero you can come up with? Name and superpower. 
So I thought of mine as I was creating it. Laundry man cleans your clothes better than anyone ever could. Watch out, evil germs. No, just, no kid is going to read that. That sounds like a horrible <laughs> commercial. Right. To be completely honest. Charmin, I just copyrighted it right now, so you can't have Laundry Man. Um, Belzy says, Toilet Man flushes the toilet. <laughs> See, like... <laughs> Sleepy Man, all he does is fall asleep when there's work to do. Holly wants to know if Laundry Man can fold and put it away. No, he just cleans it. See, a, a lot of these, I, I wouldn't consider them superpowers, you know? Like, because they're just like average things that people do. But like, hold, hold you down on couches? Couch man, hold, hold down, down your, your couches. couches. Ah. See, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, you can have, like, a very cool superpower that really is irrelevant and useless. Like, like what? Like, can you imagine if you had water powers, but you just had, like, you can drip <laughs> two drops out of, your, out of each fingers, like, per second? Like, that would be, like, it would be a super, su like, supernatural power, but it's useless. It's you know? like what happens. I mean, you could f solve world hunger, but. It's like what happens to superheroes when thirst. they retire and, like, mm -hmm. they're, like, Powers right. start to shrivel, and it's mm -hmm. like Aquaman. Drip, drip, drip. Right. Like you could <laughs> you literally can think. Swim in the kitty side. Like just think of any <laughs> awesome. Like I've heard like people say like you can fly, but you can only fly like two inches off the ground. I would be very like, excited with that superpower, though. It would like, be cool, but like it's like, and you can only go like five miles an hour. It's like it's basically just a built-in segue. I would still be very excited about that. <laughs> I have wanted a segue for quite some time, so That's I'd true. be down. When they first came out, they were like the coolest things. Everyone wanted one. We said then, for a while when we had parking lot church that we were going to get pastor a Segway and he was just going to drive <laughs> that would be around. Great. And we were going to have people line up and he was going to... That like, would literally no. be the best. It never happened, but that was a goal. Um, pastor Cole says, right, Holly? Toilet man. Laundry man can both be usable. <laughs> Sleepy man is inspiring. I like Priscilla's psych. He can cook minute rice in 58 seconds. <laughs> oh, wait, that was Joe's. That's great. Joe's I love it. Cook minute rice in 58 seconds. That's... that's, that's that's a good the one. Best. That's, that's a good that's one. That's the best one out of all the ones I've heard. <laughs> I like that one. Okay, last one, and then we are going to transition into our segment. Oh, we got another one? Yes. I think hey. we, if we don't, then just kidding. I don't know if we do. I thought I we had one. I guess we don't. Okay, just kidding. It's, it's okay. We're, we're pretty much getting it really close to time. It's about to be 12 o'clock, which means, as you know, it's our brand new Lunch Plus lineup, Will It Muffin. We're going to be praying. If you want us to pray for you and be believing for the supernatural things of God to be flowing and active in your life, put your prayer requests in the comments, and we are going to cover those things in prayer. And share the broadcast, because during Bible yes. Trivia, we are going to be giving away cash in hand. So you, if you win, you get money today. So share the broadcast. It's going to be a good one. Thank you for joining us today. It's going to be awesome. And we love you. Tons and tons. So, yeah. Yeah, the end. That was just...
up behind, but it is time for Will It Muffin with Pastor Brian, Murky, and special guest Kevin Nowicki. He's still here. It's happening. Woo. So I need to, before we do this, we have to dive into the table of contents because we have an awesome episode of Lunch Plus coming up today. Right now, it's Will It Muffin time. After Will It Muffin, we are going to go into a time of prayer. And then after prayer, it's going to come back to Bible trivia. And with Bible trivia, you are able to win cash in hand today. So play the Bible trivia. If you have prayer requests, go ahead and send that in right now. And we're going to be praying for that. <laughs> And it's going to be excellent. Nicole so says that kitchen is tight. Kitchen tight. <laughs> From pitch, it was good. super easy to do. Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> Before we get started with Will It Muffin, for those of you that watched Will yesterday, I need to publicly apologize to Kevin because we injured his mouth. Also, also mine, but it's okay. But Kevin's a guest, so we don't typically treat guests to pain. So I apologize. I that still have mouth. not recovered. <laughs> At least you're speaking today. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. This won't be painful. I will. Right. I will add that it's your fault that you put over forty warhead sour candies in your it, mouth. That is your fault. It is indeed. <laughs> it's the competitive nature. It, that's right. Uh, I was not going to lose. Drove you to. I know. But you did set a record as well. So it's true. Yeah. It, it was worth it. How long will it stand? Is what I'm curious about. George says, "Wow, wow, wow." Wow. Wow, wow, Okay, so Will It Muffin <clears throat> is... What is it? Let's tell us. So we, uh, we are going to experiment and see if certain combinations make a good muffin. And we have our handy-dandy kitchen. Are we going to cook muffins today in that? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And that, see this oven? Yes. That's I an oven? That. We're going to cook it in there. It's this, not a, it's not a sticker. glass is a sticker. not a peeling sticker. That's real glass. That's real. That's real glass. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. This wow. is our, this is wow, our wow, fridge. Wow. See, yes. if you look, we have milk in there. What? Oh, my <laughs> word. It's keeping stuff super cold. Yeah. This. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Super ready to get started? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, there are our things. We have to, there's a, those are our plates. Where's our, oh, that's our fruit. So Let's, what is Willet Muffin? What are we doing? So while Marky looks for ingredients, what we're going to be doing is we have, <laughs> where are they? I don't know where they went. Our um, ingredients. We have three different types of cereal, and we have muffin mix. At the request of Pastor Brian, uh, <laughs> is what I understand. He was very interested to see if cereal could also oh, transition yeah. into muffin format. Oh. I, f I so. forgot it's in the microwave. <laughs> you have to preheat. Yeah, your we're preheating your our, our muffin, mix. muffin so mix. So what type of muffin so we're gonna do we see, have? What we're going to do is we're going to take some odd combinations and see. Does this muffin, does it get approval or not? Is it, is it, so today's, today's mixture is muffin mix and cereals. It's a pretty tame muffin mix because we hurt Kevin's mouth yesterday and needed to make up for it. So I told him <laughs> as he, as he came on to do this, that we would not harm him today. So it, this is a safe one. If you haven't seen yesterday's Warhead Sour Candy Challenge, you need to go back and watch it. Kevin won. Yes. Well, I shouldn't have said that if you hadn't seen it. Anyway. Or maybe he didn't. Or maybe he didn't. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know if you could really consider that a win. <laughs> it's a valid point. It's a valid point. But uh, you can go back and watch that. We had a great time. And uh, besides, your mouth did not have a great time because of the sour. 
candy. But uh, anyway, you can go back and share the broadcast. But yes. here's what I want to say, too. While we're getting this ready, go ahead and put your prayer request up. Yes. We're going to have a time of prayer here in just a minute. Hallelujah. And uh, now, what are we going to do next? Yes. What we kind are... of muffin mix do we have? We have um, homemade muffin mix. I got this in the fields and I in made it. In the fields? And I, Did you grind it and sift yeah, it yourself? I got the wheat and stuff yeah. and it, I put it in this bowl. She's very diligent. We got, wow. we got this milk from the cow. Wow, there. wow, wow. The cow that likes to almost come the through the cow. fence over here. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. So who would, like to, who would like to mix it? Um. Barrett would Barrett love to mix it. Barrett is trying to keep us on our schedule that we have. Well, we have like 10 minutes to make muffins and see it. Will it muffin? I'm impressed. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to have supernatural help. What there. kind of wheat did you grind up like this? Um, like what kind of concoction is this? Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> that is a great answer. Would yeah. you like to? It's, it's actually right. tearless wheat. You, wow. No tears. Wow. Yeah, no that's wow, what that wow, means wow. when I say tearless. That wow. was... That was impressive, really. You're, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah, this thank is, you for that. Yeah. T A R E tear. Would, ah. would you like to do the honor of whisking? I was hoping you would ask. Please yeah. put that in the in the comments. Tearless wheat. That's what this is. T A R E. So the this is normal muffin. What do we have to make it abnormal muffins? What's going inside the muffins? That it's interesting really that gross. you keep your cereal below the <laughs> sink. That's normally where I put my cleaning wow. products. <laughs> So it keeps have, it fresh with the Lysol and stuff. We have Cheerios <laughs> to Lysol. see if they will mu muffin, Apple Jacks, and Fruit Loops. So of these three, which is your preference? Because my preference is Apple Jacks, hands down. Apple Jacks, really? Yes. I'm getting my silverware out of the silverware drawer. Oh, the wow, laundry, the yet. dishwasher is amazing. <laughs> it's really hey, innovative. Buddy, will you fix this? You'll see when you come around the You're doing great. Hey, look, you're wow, almost Kevin. there. Yeah, look, we're making play. muffins right here on wow. live What's Right broadcast. Can you hear it? I can. I can. <laughs> it's amazing. I, okay. feel, I feel like we're like the Bob Ross of the cooking show right now. Well, now we have a happy little mixture, and we're going to add some happy little <laughs> yeah. We're just going to add now some we can happy put little it in our. Right now here. we can put it in our things. Oh, you're okay, going to. Let's, here, let's, let's do this. <laughs> All right. Boom. This oh, is why Pastor okay. was involved. Oh, yes. Oh, oh that's, that's great. That's good. That's great. Okay. Uh, now yeah. you're going to want to do it like two-thirds uh, of the oh, way. Oh, that didn't help at all. <laughs> that made it worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. We're going to do it two-thirds of the way. Two-thirds of the way. That's how they, yes. That's how I'm told to bake. That's what you're supposed to do. Two-thirds. Because it's apple cinnamon because, muffin? Because it yeah. rises. Yes. Yep, because it rises. it rises. That's what it does. Yes. Science. That's, Boom. Science. How many of these do we need? As many as you want. I think oh. this is plenty. I think this is plenty. Okay, this I is plenty. I think so. <laughs> I really I like this one. This one's going to turn out <laughs> great. That's lovely. Okay, now we have to put them in the oven. <laughs> oh, we're, let's put them in the oven. Wait, Which we preheated. Oh, we're going to put the cereal. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, we got to mix that up. Okay, so. Don't want to lift the heat up. That is dangerous. It's preheating. We have live studio children, and that was an open stove. So that's fruit. That's going to be a Fruit Loops one. Oops, sorry. We grabbed it. Oh, yeah. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. Favorite. I want to douse this one in Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. Mm -hmm. All right. May I cheer you? Yes, you Pastor may. Pastor Nicole says you just want to lick the spoon. This is exciting. Okay. Okay, okay. Now we can put them in the oven. It's preheated. We're going to put these muffins in the oven and find out will they muffin. Oh, now moving I, these is fun. Now I need. Wow. 
wiping. I have always loved Use putting my, my bare hands in an <laughs> oven and putting something directly yes. on Ooh, a hot right That's hot. It's wow. kid friendly. Wow. It's kid friendly. There you go. Um, there we go. And yeah. we're going to cook go. them right now. We're going to cook them right now. We have a Sweet. super oven. Yeah. It cooks super it oven. really fast. Yep. Wow. yep. That's cool. Yep. yep. Do, do, do. So, okay, I answered my favorite. Which cereal is your favorite? So, I'm assuming not that one. Right, because <laughs> that hurts. My, my tender little palate. I do prefer the Cheerios, your indeed. Your tender little palate. And my tender little palate, yes. My palate is tender. So oh, Cheerios are your favorite? <gasps> oh, Look my head. Wow. So fast. So, These don't look great, though. So this is a regular. <laughs> this is what a muffin should look like, and this is what they look like. This can is you how they tilt came it out. so they can see the top? Okay. It's like confetti it's cake, but but super not. So as far okay. as will it muffin, um, the cereal did something to the rising aspect of it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so let's see. This is. So we're digging in. Yes. Uh, this. I'm gonna go with Fruit Loops. Loops. Right. Right. Yep. Here you go. Oh. Here you go. oh, thank you. Yeah. Fruit Loop. I, right. yeah. Let's all get a Fruit Loop. Okay. Because, you know. Done. Done. One, two, three. That's not great. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not great. <laughs> it's not bad. It's tougher than I would have imagined. It is tough. It's yep. very tough. The cereal is very tough. The cereal is chunky. Yep. I'd you agree. You should try this. I think this one is a no. Cheerio one. I want Apple All right. Jack. Will the Apple, will the Fruit Loops muffin? No. No. Mm. No. Which I'm surprised by. Okay. All right. Is this Apple Jacks? This oh, look, no. do we it, put all three of them half. together? This is. That's just blueberry. All of them. Oh, this is blueberry with the Fruit Loops. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh. I'm just demolishing them now. Oh, this is, okay. That might be the. This that's is. Got, that's got to be an Apple Jack this, right this there. Apple Jack. Okay. I know. That's got, or unless they turn Mystery colors. muffins. So I oh think we might word. just have to start biting them. Just bite it. Okay. Do they turn? This oh. has got to be Applejack. That's right, totally hey. Applejack. Yeah, oh. I was thinking. Ew. Yuck. Not good. <laughs> That's Applejack, awful. No. That might be the worst thing I ever put in my mouth. That's really disgusting. <laughs> Will oh. it muffin? No. no. Applejack's is really bad. No. No. Wow. I'm surprised by this. I was expecting I don't know what this is. good stuff. I think that's Oh, that's curious. another apple jack. Mm. Nope. I think this is. I think be. Cereal's not supposed to have this kind of texture. I need so. I think that's that's Cheerios. Look, you can see you can see the Cheerio. I can see. That. Okay. This is Cheerio. Okay. Do you have a piece of Cheerio? No, that's Cheerio. I need a piece of Cheerio because I can't. This oh my heavens! Oh, this is Cheerios. Okay, this Cheerio. Hmm. Cheerios the worst. This is Cheerios too. Here. Oh, Cheerios is worse okay. than all of them. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Cereal does not muffin. No, it does no. not muffin. It's gross. You would think it would because it's too breakfast. Oh, it's breakfast, breakfast. No. Combo breakfast. I knew we were in trouble when the Fruit Loops didn't work. <laughs> you know what will muffin? Chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. That and will muffin. Blueberries will and muffin. blueberries will. And blueberries. That was gross. Oh, it will not muffin. It will not. Mm -mm. That no. no. No, that's. Don't do that. Mm -mm. We gotta, did it for you so yeah. that we paid the price so yeah. that you will never have to. Truth. Don't do that. Wow. 
some hand sanitizer would be good right I'm now. I'm surprised. Uh, I am truly surprised. Yeah. I thought it would be better. Be glad you're not up here. Everybody who's watching here. <laughs> so, as you found out from us today, you found out here first, at least this cereal will not muffin. No. It's gross. We are going to be doing this segment more, so if there are types of food you would like yes. to see in different muffin combinations, let us know. The weirder, the better, quite frankly. Um, so, as we transition, make sure if you have prayer requests, put them in the comments right now. We are going to be praying and share the broadcast because yes. Bible trivia is coming up. We love y'all, and I'm so sorry, Kevin, for day number two of gross food. I thought this was going to be redemption, yep, but it wasn't. It wasn't. No. You know, crab meat, I think, would muffin really well. With corn muffins. Oh. With corn muffins. Done. Oh. Done. Okay. Prayer time. Prayer time. Prayer time. Hey guys, thank you for being here. I am pulling up your comments right now so that I can see them. Um, but if you have anything that you want us to be believing for in prayer, put them in the comments. God cares about you. God cares about you. I'm not going to fidget with my phone anymore. Put them in the comments and I will pray for them. If I don't hit yours right now, I will go back later and read them as well. But God cares about you. And the power of prayer is hugely important. Why do we pray? Because God answers. God answers prayer. Before we dive in, I just had a couple scriptures because not everybody understands prayer. I didn't understand why I was supposed to pray. I just thought that it was something boring that I did because people told me I should, but there's power to be released in prayer. It tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 to rejoice always and to pray without ceasing, to pray without ceasing in everything, give thanks. So this is the Lord telling us to pray without ceasing. In James 5.16, I love this promise. It says, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Are you righteous? Do you love the Lord? If you love the Lord, then the Bible calls you a righteous man. So when we pray as righteous people, fervently praying, a dynamic power is released. And then it, he tells us, Pastor brought this out last week in The Man Who Would Be King. Jeremiah 29, verse 12 through 14. This is the Lord talking through the prophet Jeremiah. Then you shall call upon me. And you, sh and you shall come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. When we pray today, God hears us. God is listening, and he says, You shall seek me and find me. When you search for me with all of your heart, I will be found by you, says the Lord. Amen. Like, that's such an awesome promise. We're going to find him in this segment. So if you have things to pray for, Put them in the comments right now. I'll be looking in for the next four minutes as we're praying. 
Put those things in the comments. But right now, no matter who you are, where you're watching from, God wants to show himself strong on your behalf. And he's going to do that right now. Jesus, we come into your presence with thankfulness. Thank you, Lord, for this broadcast. Thank you for the people watching this broadcast, for my brothers and my sisters in Christ. Thank you, Jesus, that you'll... Uh, thank you for your power. Thank you for your power that you have given to us. Thank you that we can draw on you. Thank you that as we come close to you, we will find you. Those who seek you, find you as they search for you with their whole heart. Right now, Lord, in this time during the broadcast and for the rest of the broadcast, we search for you with our whole heart. We search for you knowing that we will find you. Lord, for every single person watching, I ask for a supernatural blessing to be upon them. In the name of Jesus, let your blessing be upon your people. Let your angels go and protect protect every person watching in the name of Jesus. Let protection rise up right now. Let protection rise up right now. Ministering spirits, go surround them wherever they are. Surround their properties. Let fullness of protection be in the name of Jesus. I thank you that your word says that we are kept by you. So right now, Lord, we are kept. We are fully protected. We are kept by you. Every wicked thing of the enemy in the name of Jesus, it's exposed. It will not prosper. And in Jesus' name, it's destroyed for every person watching. Any plan that was laid up by the enemy to destroy life and life in abundance, the enemy may have come to seek, kill, and destroy, but Jesus, you came to give us life in that life in abundance. So every wicked thing, it comes to nothing. It comes to nothing. It's destroyed in Jesus' mighty name. Every trap that was laid, let it be exposed. Every wicked thing, let it come to nothing in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that your divine protection is upon your people. And I thank you, Lord, that in a brand new way today, for every person watching, that life, Life, life floods into them. Life floods into their home right now. Marriages, people that are watching right now, let marriages rise up in the name of Jesus. What used to look like it could be dead in the name of Jesus, that thing comes to life today. Marriages are restored today. Children are kept today. We thank you, Lord, that every family that is represented by a viewer on this broadcast, that their family goes up to a new level today, a new level of life, a new level of love, a new level of power because of of a fresh level of intimacy. Lord, I thank you that today sons are restored back to their fathers. Daughters are restored back to their mothers. Thank you that husbands and wives come together through intimacy with you today. I thank you that every other word that comes out of this broadcast, it carries an anointing. It carries a presence. It carries a weight. And I thank you that every word spoken preaches the life and the goodness of God. Thank you, Father, that as Buddy does this Bible trivia, that there is joy and there is favor to be found. I thank you, Lord, that as Pastor Brian goes into the segment today and he teaches on the man who would be king, that we rise up to be the kings and that we are called to be and that there is a fresh life and a fresh awakening inside of us to be who we're called to be, to know what we're called to do, and to do it through an intimacy with you. Lord, every request that was made that I haven't seen yet, Father, let that thing be so in Jesus' name. We line our faith up with your will. Lord, protection, healing be, and life be in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. God is good. And Father, I thank you that for every person watching, let the exact words from heaven be heard by them. The exact words that they need to unlock mysteries, to unlock hidden things. Let every word spoken produce an answer that they have been wondering about. Speak to your people today, God. Speak to your people. We ask that the eyes of spiritual eyes of enlightenment be open today. Every ear be opened and let the blessing of God rain upon them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank y'all. If you have prayer requests, we're going to be praying regularly. So if you have things that you want us to be agreeing with you about and standing with you for, we are a family here and we want to believe with you. Where two or more are gathered in the midst of them, there is the Lord. And we want to see the Lord manifest himself through the dynamic power of prayer in your life. So if you have requests, send them to the What's Right page. We will be praying regularly. So send that content. But now... It's time. Do you feel favor filled? Did you receive favor as we prayed? You should. Now take that favor into Bible Trivia with Buddy. What is up, everyone? It's time for Bible trivia. I'm telling you, though, real quick, I have a new favorite segment, and it's definitely that prayer segment. That, like, ooh, that was good. But it's time now for Bible trivia. Hey, guys, this is going to be awesome because you have an opportunity to win some gift cards during this segment. So make sure that, you're, that your fingers are ready. Make sure that you are prepared uh, because this is going to be awesome. Now, I just want to give you some ground rules for how we're going to be doing this um, because what might show up in your personal comments feed might be different than what we're seeing right here. So the so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be asking you a question. It's going to be A, B, C, D. It's going to be multiple choice. And, uh, and what I want you to do for question one, write in the comments one and then A, B, C, or D. That way I can differentiate between question one, question two, question three, question four. Um, but so if, you're, if the answer to the first question is D, I would like you to put in the comments one D. All right. And then and then our stream is going to show us who was first. It might look different than what you see, but we're going to be judge, uh, judging our answers based on what we see on our stream here, okay? Um, and, so, and also we have people playing on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. So we're going to be looking at and Periscope all over the place. So, uh, so guys, I'm excited, and I want to let you know you will be... Thank you. Holly is giving us an example. Uh, on YouTube. Uh, but so guys, I want you to be ready. Get your fingers ready. Um, we're getting ready for our first question. But again, uh, we want you to know if you if you are the first person to answer correctly on our feed here, uh, you will uh, you win a five dollar gift card. Now, if you win, if you get question one right, question two right and question three right first, it's just going to add up. You know, so you're not out of the game. You can keep 
racking up some, some points or, or some, some gift card money. So guys, are you ready for Bible trivia? I'm excited. These are some of my favorite Bible trivia questions. So let's get started with question number one. What bird did Noah send out from the ark first? A, a dove, B, a quail, C, a raven, or D, a chickadee? Put it in the comments. All right, give us our answer. We, I see it on YouTube. Arabella got it first. What is our answer? It's C, a raven. Now, see, good job, Arabella. Arabella got our first question right. See, most people remember the dove because that's what came back with the olive branch. But what a lot of people forget is that in uh, Genesis 8, 6, and 7, Noah actually first sent out a raven, and the raven was unsuccessful in its venture. Actually, the raven never came back. So there's question number one. Good job, Arabella. Uh, yeah, good job, Arabella. Let's go on to question number two. I don't, right, live broadcast. I was get like, I started a sentence. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going with this. All right, question number two. On what mountain did Elijah face the prophets of Baal? A, Mount Carmel, B, Mount of Olives, C, Mount Sinai, or D, Mount Rushmore? Let's see it. There it is on YouTube again, Arabella. What is our answer? What? There it is. A Mount Carmel, Mount Carmel, Mount Caramel, whatever. Mount Caramel, Mount Carmel. Well done, Arabella. She got two in a row. Now I'm now based on what I'm seeing. <laughs> Kevin said definitely D Mount Rushmore. Now, what I'm seeing is YouTube is a little bit faster than Facebook. So if you guys on Facebook want to switch over to YouTube, you might have a better chance. Uh, you might have a better chance to get these questions right. But Arabella has gotten the first two questions right. Well done. I'm giving you a personal hand clap. All right, let's get into question number three. Question number three for $5. What is the... What was the name of King Saul's crippled son? A. Jonathan. B. Ishbosheth. Not Ishibosheth. C. Mephibosheth. Or D. Bert. Bert. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of Saul, King Saul's crippled son? I'm looking in the comments. There it is. Again, on YouTube, Arabella. Wait, can you scroll? Can you scroll up? Scroll up a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Priscilla got it first. I'm so sorry, Arabella. I just lied to you, and I apologize. <laughs> I didn't see that, um, but actually, Priscilla got it first. Thank you, Pastor Brian, for yeah. correcting my fault before I went too far into it. Well done, Priscilla, Good with job. question number three. Make sure to put the, the number first. 
Yeah, make sure you put the number of the question before you give your answer. So as we're going into question four, make sure you, you put number four and then the, the, the letter of the answer that it is. All right, getting into question number four for $5. Outside of Jesus, who in the Bible multiplied loaves of bread? A, Ezekiel, B, Elisha, C, David, or D, Judas Iscariot? I like how Pastor Nicole said Bird's best friend was Ernie. Whoa, that was so fast. And it looks like... Yep. The answer was B, Elisha, and that goes to Josephine. Well done, Josephine, on YouTube. Yeah, it looks like the people on YouTube are doing pretty well, except Priscilla, actually stumped the YouTuber, so well done with that. <laughs> Tracy said, for a no idea. Yeah, honestly, that's, that's one of those stories that a lot of people don't remember, but if you want to look it up, it's in 2 Kings chapter 4. All right, getting up, moving on to question number five. This will be our last question. Oh, it was King Saul's grandson, so I messed up. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Oh, we got question five up there already. How? Okay, so it was King Saul's grandson, not King Saul's son. But this question is, how many men did Samson kill with a donkey's jawbone? A, 0, B, 1,000, C, 500, or D, 2.7? Can you scroll up a little bit just so I can make sure that... All right, scroll down. It looks like our... Our winner for that one is, what, what is the answer? Can you give us the answer? The answer is B, 1,000, and that goes to Diane Tucker. Good job. Well done, Diane Tucker. You, you have won a $5 gift card today on Bible Trivia. I forgot what the name of the game was. On Bible Trivia. Hey, for those of you who have won, please send us a message. We will try to reach out to you, but make sure you send us a message so that we can figure out how we can best send those gift cards to you and what you would like. So, guys, well done. Congratulations. Now we're transitioning into the best part of this broadcast as Pastor Brian shares with us our next installment of The Man Who Would Be King. So stick around. Ed, we are going to be transitioning into today's segment. So as... We get that started and ready to go. Today, we are going to be continuing the man who would be king. And it's been such a powerful series, you know, as we're talking about leadership, as we're talking about these things, just ask the Lord and he'll show you. Lord, how does this apply to me today? Because no matter what this segment looks like, no matter what specifically we're talking about, there is life to be found in every single word that proceeds forth. So no matter what Pastor Brian says, it's for you. If you're watching, it's for you. So I would just ask the Lord right now, close your eyes wherever you are, unless you're driving. That's not safe, so don't do that. But you can just repeat after me and say, Jesus, show me exactly what I need to see today. Help me to hear words of life that you may have for me. And let me receive the perfect will of heaven from this broadcast. 
and it's going to happen. So thank you for being here. Stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Hey guys, welcome back. We're talking about the man who would be king. And uh, we just uh, welcome you to this. Thank you for joining us today on the What's Right broadcast. You figured out some Bible trivia, the what's trivia. And uh, you figured out, will it muffin? What's muffin? <laughs> what muffin? And uh, we figured out some prayer. It was awesome. I really enjoyed the prayer. Thank you, Barrett, for that. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast. And before we jump in today, uh, talking about the man who would be king, uh, definitely share the broadcast, but I also want to uh, bring up somebody who happens to be here today, uh, pretty special to me. Uh, so I want to ask my dad to come up here and say hello to everybody. And uh, glory to God, just come right over here. Amen. We've got to weave through all this. He happened to be in town and come over here, if you would. There you go. Hello. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Good to see you. I'm, I'm happy that you were able uh, to be here with us today, not just, not just to see you, but on the broadcast as well. So everybody say hello to my dad. So what a blessing. Amen. That's delayed. <laughs> yes, that's, 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 that's about 30 seconds. Yeah, the live one's back there so you can see it. But anyway, oh, okay. so you want to pray a blessing over everybody while you're here? Yeah, do it. Okay, I got it good? I think so. Okay. I'm just happy to be here, always happy to uh, see my son, and uh, his ministry is just going really, really well, Amen. and all the great workers that are doing all that you're doing, uh, you're not serving this church, you're not serving the pastor, you're serving living God. Amen. <laughs> and anything that we do, say, perform, it's to the glory of God and yeah. in his service. And I've been traveling since last Thursday, going around to friends and family and asking questions because I feel God might be moving in my life to an area of service I haven't done in a little while. So I just left uh, Greensboro, um, a mentor I've had for uh, about, 40 years, he's yeah. 92 years old. Still he's ministering. Still, <laughs> still ministering, still jumping on planes, flying around the country yeah. and doing God's service and, and internationally. And um, it's really something to be able to have a mentor that's been sharing that kind of uh, wisdom with me for over 40 years. So it was a blessing being there. Amen. I'm on my way through uh, town and just had to stop by. So, uh, yeah, let me do, uh, yeah, pray. Lord God, we you. just thank you for loving us, for loving us even more than we can love ourselves. Yeah. Thank you, Lord God, that this core of believers here love you, worship you, work together in unity to bring your word, your yeah. truth, your miracle working power, 
your authority that you placed in the church through these individuals to serve you and enlighten the community and beyond. Lord, ask your covering, your blessing, your favor, your protection. Continue this ministry to abound. Yes. And give you the glory. And we just praise you yeah. for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You got multiple Amen. people there saying, hey, sir, hey, poppy, <laughs> glad to have you. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad you got to be here today. Not only got to visit, I was looking forward to visiting, but I'm, I'm glad you got to see this, too. This is... Uh, yeah, it's neat. Yeah. We've, uh, we've Does been, it muffin? It, it almost muffins, <laughs> but not really. Not today. Yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, that was. But I'm glad you're here. So I wanted the Fruit Loops. Yeah, you can try it. It's no, right there. No, <laughs> so, did you like our uh, our super powerful oven? It was amazing how that happened, huh? Wow. <laughs> Somebody must have prayed over that oven. I know. I'm, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I love you. Love and, you too. Uh, we're going to jump in. We've uh, we've been talking about the man who would be king, and uh, anybody who would be a king, a president, a leader of a country a shift supervisor, a manager, a pastor, teacher, evangelist, apostle, prophet. We've been talking about anybody who would be just a servant leader and talking about the characteristics of it. This is actually, I think it says part 44. It's actually like part 45. We've been talking about the life of King David and King Saul, what they did right, what they did wrong, and difference. looking at the leadership characteristics and studying mm -hmm. to show ourselves approved. So it's been good. Have y'all gotten some out of it? Have you enjoyed the series? And we're going to jump in today to Second uh, Samuel chapter three and uh, just look at it. But why don't I turn this back over to you and I'll hit the road? Well, no, you can't go yet. You, I can't yeah, go yet. No, <laughs> you got to wait. I when got, you get older, somebody takes you where you don't want to go. I think I read that somewhere. You got You got to wait. I got something for you. So. Okay. All right. Love you. you Thank you for being it? here. I'll hand it. I hand it to her. Love you. All right. Thank Love you, you too, sir. Okay. okay. Amen. Well, we're talking about Second uh, Samuel chapter three, and uh, as we look at that, we've been talking about this transition where now King Saul has passed, and uh, then Abner, uh, who was the right hand man of King Saul, he sought to put in Saul's son if Shibosheth into as king, and he was made the king of Israel while David was made the king of Judah. But Abner was really kind of doing a power play, and that's what we saw at the beginning of the chapter. And it, it's going to go against him. You have the king uh, who was the son of Saul. He was Ishbosheth. He was actually going to also be trying to make a power play. And, but there was one person that was anointed. It's so important as we look at the life of David, especially when he's doing right, we see that he is actually uh, seeking the Lord on a regular basis. Many times he's, he's saying, Lord, what do you want us to do? What should we do? What should we be about? What things should we be after? And, uh, but, you don't see that on Saul's part. You don't see that in his family's part, uh, minus maybe Jonathan. But when we go here, now Abner uh, has basically tried to make uh, room for himself. Uh, it says here, 
uh, basically that Abner was trying to become powerful in the kingdom. And when he did that, he actually went in and he slept with King Saul's concubine. And when he did that, all of a sudden you see that Saul's son, the king, Ishbosheth, gets really irritated with him. And uh, he puts him on the, he calls him on the carpet. And so about that time, you see that Abner gets really mad and he says, look, you think I'm against you? What have you done? You know, you think that I'm for David? I'm not, I haven't been for David, but basically Abner makes up his mind. I'm going to be for David now. And so then if we look at uh, verse 11, it says that Ishbosheth said he could no longer answer Abner a word because he was afraid of him. So this king was now afraid of this general of the army. Obviously, Abner was a force to be reckoned with, but we see that in both their hearts, they have worldly ways and not godly ways. Anybody who's going to be a leader needs to seek the Lord quickly. They need to seek him often, and they need to be going about his ways. But if a lot of times you'll see people in the world that are not going after God, and very quickly it's going to come to an end. If we go after God and go after his ways, his ways are eternal and his things will stand. But if it's not uh, God's ways, they're never eternal. If it's not God's ways, they're never eternal. But God's ways are eternal. Please put that in the comments right now. God's ways are eternal. Then in verse 12, you see that Abner has had enough with uh, Ishbosheth, and he says, Then Abner sent messengers to David in his place, saying, Whose is the land? Or to whom does the land belong? Make your covenant with me, and behold, my hand shall be with you to bring all Israel over to you. Now, one of the things that you see here is that Abner is trying to, again, make his position strong. So he's now reaching out to David because he said, listen, uh, obviously this king's not working out for me. I'm going to now try and position myself and David. If you'll make a covenant with me, see, he's trying to world, this is worldly logic working right here. If you'll make a covenant with me, then I'll bring all of Israel over. Listen, David was going to get Israel anyway. He was going to become king. I mean, it may happen a little bit sooner, but Abner, see, he's trying to leverage himself and trying to position himself. He's still moving for the wrong heart. Remember, this is the same Abner that David called on the carpet when they had been uh, in the field and he, he was standing up on the cliff. He said, Abner, are you not watching over the Lord's anointed? You know, this is Abner who is a powerful man, but you can tell he's not operating fully in God's ways. And then he says this, uh, this is also Abner, who is a force to be reckoned with, who uh, uh, Asahel was ch chasing him, and then all of a sudden he said, turn away from me, and he said, I won't turn away from you, and Abner turns around, and he kills him with the uh, butt end of the spear. So he is a strong and forceful and powerful man, but I want you to see, when we do things against God's ways, they don't last. They are not eternal, and it's not the, bless, not the best. But if you honor God, if you honor him, God says, I will honor you. We saw that in 2 Samuel. If you honor me, or 1 Samuel, I will honor you. And so I want you to see this. He's trying to make himself a way again. Verse 13, he said, good, I will make, David said, good, I will make a covenant with you. 
but I demand one thing of you. Namely, you shall not see my face unless you first bring Michael, Saul's daughter, when you come to see me. Now, this is very interesting because it's been quite some time since David killed Goliath. And if you remember, uh, it's been quite some time since he also killed Goliath. And then he moved on and he said, Saul, uh, he told Saul, I want to have Michael for my wife. He said, okay, fine, go kill a hundred Philistines and bring me their foreskins. And David said, I'll do that. And then he brought them 200. That's what actually the price, the dowry that David paid to have Michael, his daughter. And it, it's been some time now, but I want you to see this. A good leader is a covenant person. Please put that in the comments. A good leader is always a covenant person. See, he's thinking about Michael. He's saying, this is my wife. This is my wife. And, and she needs to be with me. And so what's David's thoughts on? Covenant. A good leader is always a covenant person. He says, so David sent messengers to Ishbosheth. Saul's son, saying, Give me my wife, Michael, to whom I was betrothed for a hundred foreskins of the Philistines. Now, this verse 14 is very interesting because what you see here is that David says, Give me Michael for the price that I paid by killing the Philistines. If you remember, King Saul was looking. He was already envious of King of David before he was king. And he said, I know what I'm going to do. He's asking for my daughter's hand in marriage. I'm going to give him an impossible task. Bring me a hundred foreskins of Philistines. I mean, you know, apparently the Philistines don't just hand those up. Uh, he had to kill them. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where if he's got to go kill a hundred Philistines, surely he won't make it through. But Saul underestimated the hand of the Lord on David. But here's what he did. He didn't just go kill 100. He killed 200. But I want you to see this. The covenant was not for 200. He did that to prove how much love he had. I want you to see. He's a covenant. A leader is a covenant person. The covenant was over 100. And so he lists what Saul required, not just what he did. A good leader doesn't brag and build themselves up like Abner's trying to do. A good leader lets God bring the blessing, lets God bring the words of, of praise to him. He, he will praise God and God will lift them up. He said, arise, shine, your light has come. God will be the one that exalts you. God will be the one that lifts you up. See, David's not talking about what he did. He's talking about what the covenant was that was fulfilled. He was talking about what the covenant was that was fulfilled. He wasn't talking about how he did two times that. This is a very interesting statement. Do you think he forgot that he killed 200? Do you think that he forgot that, that 200, there was 200 men that had to be slain for this? No, he didn't forget that. This is not him being forgetful. This is him being humble. This is him being a person of covenant. Very interesting that he says it like this. You know, I, I can't tell you that all of my life, if I had a situation like this, that I wouldn't have said 200. 
I would, I would have probably said 200 most of my life. But as I look at this, I just, I'm reminded, let the Lord build the house. Let the Lord be the one who exalts you. We don't have to exalt ourselves. If we will exalt God, God will exalt us where we need it, how we need it, when we need it. We, it, what is this really? See, people that are always telling about what they've accomplished, the issue is they're trusting their own words to be the thing that builds it, instead of trusting the Lord to be the one who exalts them. But if we will humble ourselves, we will be exalted, is what the Bible tells us, we'll be exalted. A good leader doesn't brag on themselves. A good leader always moves to humility. So then, but here's an interesting thing happens in verse 15. Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband, from Paltiel, the son of Laish. She wasn't just sitting there waiting for King Saul to pass. She had gotten married again. I don't know if it was her doing or not, but she's now married. And what David's asking is like, give me my wife. Yeah. Right? And then watch this. Watch what happens. Verse 16. I almost, I almost, I didn't, but I almost felt bad for the dude. But I'm going to tell you why I don't. But her husband went with her, weeping as he went. And followed her as far as Barhurim. And Abner said to him, go return. So he returned. Man, can you imagine the picture of this? You know, it's like, hey, send Michael my wife that Saul gave to me. And then she, he sends and sends Michael to King David now. And her husband's going, no, don't go, don't, oh. And he's weeping the whole way following. And then the king of Israel at that time says, go home. And he returns. <laughs> what a sad moment. But let me remind you of something. This man, who was now her husband, uh, Paltiel, he took somebody else's wife. You know, the word says very clearly in Galatians, it says, whatsoever a man sows, that will he also reap. He's now reaping what he did. Nobody should have touched Michael. She was married to David. Doesn't matter what's going on between the family. She's married. He should have never taken her. And what he sowed, he's now reaping. And there's nothing he can do about it. The only thing he, he can do about it is basically die. Because if he doesn't give up, he's going to be killed. And he's reaping. So, you know, you see, it looks like it in the moment. See, you could just read this and say, oh, man, David was a cruel guy. No, he received his wife that should have been with him the whole time. This guy said, no, I know she's David's wife, but we don't know how that's going. I'm going to take her for my own. So he took what he wanted in the flesh and actually caused a covenant to be broken. And now he's reaping that harvest. It's very important for us to see that and understand. We've got to stop thinking like the world thinks and just what our flesh wants. We must go after God and say, Lord, what do you want? It says this, Now Abner had consultation with the elders of Israel, saying, In times past you were seeking for David to be king over you. Now then do it, for the Lord had spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David, I will save my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from the hand of all their enemies. Now I want you to see this. And we're seeing an interesting time in our country right now. But I want you to see this. You have a word of God saying, and the people were aware of it, 
that David will be the one to save the country. Why in the world would they back another king for a while? Why, when Abner tried to put Ishbosheth in as king, why in the world did the people not stand up and say something? Why in the world did they not stand up? No, the promise of God is not on Saul's son. The promise of God is on King David. Many times we're sitting there and we're not in prayer like we should. We're not speaking out on things that we should. We're just taking it. That the promise, the blessing is on King David, not on Ishbosheth. Abner, verse 19, Abner also spoke in the hearing of Benjamin. In addition, Abner went to speak in the hearing of David in Hebron, all that seemed good to Israel and to the whole house. Benjamin. So he was going around all of Israel saying, hey, David's the one who the hand of the Lord is upon. And then he goes and he makes sure, watch this, see how Abner is doing these things and it's all about him positioning himself and leveraging himself. He goes and he makes sure that David can hear the words that he's speaking too. Now, I believe that that Abner was not necessarily plotting a coup against David. There's nothing that shows that. But what I do believe Abner was doing was he was positioning himself and leveraging himself. And instead of just coming and being humble and and just accepting what David has, he's trying to position and leverage. And that looks like a deceptive move. And that's how people are going to read it because they're not thinking godly either. Verse 20, then Abner and 20 men with him came to David at Hebron. And David made a feast for Abner and the men who were with him. Abner said to David, let me arise and go and gather all Israel to my Lord, the king, that they may make a covenant with you, that you may be king over all that your soul desires. So David sent Abner away and he went in peace. Verse 22, and behold, the servants of David and Joab came from a raid and brought much spoil with them. But Abner was not with David in Hebron, for he had sent him away. And he had gone in peace. When Joab and all the army that was with him arrived, they told Joab, saying, Abner, the son of Ner, came to the king, and he has sent him away, and he has gone in peace. Now you remember, so Abner was the commander of Saul's army. Joab was the commander of David's army. And Joab and his brothers were there fighting. And you remember they met at the pool and they started talking. They had a competition. Before you know it, they're killing each other. Joab's brother, Asahel, is chasing after Abner. Abner says, turn away. Don't follow me. I don't want to kill you. Asahel had his own aspirations. He kept on. He didn't recognize a man of resolve. He didn't recognize a veteran of armies and of wars. He did not recognize this. Asahel continues. Abner kills him to save his own life. The person that died, Asahel, is Joab's brother. So now you have these two generals coming into one kingdom. And not only that, but one killed the other's brother. So now Joab, looking at Abner, sees Abner positioning himself, leveraging, operating by these worldly ways. And so what happens? Verse 24, then Joab came to the king and said, what have you done? Behold, Abner came to you. Why then have you sent him away? And he is already gone. 
In other words, Joab's going, why did you let go of Abner? You had your enemy right here. Because in Joab's mind, he's still an enemy. Now, I want you to see this. I don't believe that Abner is an all-out enemy to David at this point. But because of worldly thinking, this is the way Joab sees him. I want you to see this because what's going to happen is Abner is going to get killed. Can you imagine how strong they could have been with both of them? See, this is worldly thinking sometimes will completely take away the power of a church, of a ministry, of a company, of a group, because people are positioning instead of unifying. Put this in. A leader always is thinking of protecting the anointing and unifying. A leader is always thinking of protecting the anointing and unifying. Verse 25, you know Abner, the son of Ner, he came to deceive you and to learn of your going out and your coming in and to find out all that you are doing. See, Joab's mind, because he's in, he's in uh, Kevin just said he had a vengeful spirit. Uh, in his mind, he's still trying to think of Abner as the enemy and vengeance and everything. His mind immediately says, Abner was here to spy on you and to take it back to the king of Israel so that he can defeat you. That's not necessarily what he was doing. But see, now, are you going to be able to get Joab's mind? Not only that, even maybe Joab didn't actually think that. Maybe he just wanted David to be against him too because he had vengeance on his mind. A, a good leader understands that vengeance belongs to the Lord. It's not ours to take it out. It's not ours to take it out. Verse 26, when Joab came out from David, he sent messengers after Abner, and they brought him back from the well of Sirah, and David did not know it. So Joab sent messengers and brought him back after he had left. 27. So when Abner returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside into the middle of the gate to speak with him privately. And there he struck him in the belly so that he died on account of the blood of Asahel, his brother. Afterward, when David heard it, he said, I and my kingdom are innocent before the Lord forever of the blood of Abner, the son of Ner. May it fall on the head of Joab and on all his father's house, and may there not fail from the house of Joab one who has a discharge or who is a leopard or who takes hold of a distaff or who falls by the sword or who lacks bread. So Joab and Abishai, his brother, killed Abner because they had put their, he had put their brother Asahel to death in the battle at Gibeon. So I want you to see this. This moment of worldly thinking that Joab did not take, uh, take his thoughts captive on, now brought a curse upon this whole family. A leader has the ability to take people into the blessing or a curse. A leader has the ability to draw himself, people, his family into a blessing or a curse. And many times it's simply godly thinking or worldly thinking that makes the difference. We must be thinking in terms of God's ways only. A good leader, even, even the Bible tells us, and he gives us this promise, it says when a, a godly man is in charge, the people rejoice. 
When a godly man rules, the people rejoice. We're not just talking about somebody who knows God. See, there's a lot of people that know God, but they're not thinking like God. A godly, when a godly man rules, that's talking about a godly man who knows God, who knows his ways, and he operates in those ways. A godly man, a godly man who knows God and knows his ways. When that person leads, the people will rejoice. Then David said to Joab and all the people who were with him, Tear your clothes and gird on sackcloth and lament before Abner. And King David walked behind the bier. Uh, Thus they buried Abner in Hebron, and the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner, and all the people wept. The king chanted a lament for Abner and said, Should Abner die as a fool dies, your hands were not bound, nor your feet put in fetters. As one falls before the wicked, you have fallen. And all the people wept over him. Then all the people came to persuade David to eat bread while it was still day. But David vowed, saying, May God do so to me, and more also, if I taste bread or anything else before the sun goes down. Now all the people, watch this. Now all the people, all the people took note of it, and it pleased them, just as everything the king did pleased all the people. So all the people in all Israel understood that day that it had not been the will of the king to put Abner, the son of Ner, to death. Then the king said to his servants, Do you not know that a prince and a great man has fallen this day in Israel? I am weak today, though anointed king, as these men, the sons of Zeruiah, are too difficult to me, uh, for me. May the Lord repay the evildoer according to his evil. I want you to see... What did David do right here? Couldn't people at that moment say, you know what, King David set this up. King David's the one who set up this uh, killing of Abner. Don't you know that those thoughts were already ha- happening? Don't you know that he, he, they were already thinking, uh, David told Joab to take Abner out, just wipe out his enemy. Isn't that the way the world does things? But no, what do you see? You see David celebrating the life of Abner. You see him rebuking the evil that was done. And you even see him fasting on that day because he's saying, no, I'm going to have, I'm going to be sorry that the life of Abner has been lost. What happened in this moment? The people were united. You know, as a leader, we need to make sure that we call out when things are done wrong. We need to say these things and we need to take a stand. Now, always seek the Lord because sometimes there's some other agendas going on as well. But seek the Lord. But don't be afraid to say, no, this was wrong. This was a wrong thing. And I, and I mourn for this. You know, uh, the, the other day uh, when I saw uh, the death that happened of George Floyd out there, you know, I, there's so many, there are a lot of variables happening right now. But I'm going to tell you, as I looked at the video and I watched the video, it was wrong. And I needed to put out something to say, look, I disagree with this. I disagree with this. This was a wrong thing to happen. No matter what, all they had to do was let them up. There's a time when you stand up and you say, this is not the right thing to do it. But you also do this. There's, you have this quality in a leader, but also remember this. You honor those to whom honor is due. Both of these things need to happen. You know, there's, there's, 
It's wrong in that situation, but let me tell you as a leader, it's also wrong to dishonor a vet or a person that's given their life for the freedoms in this country that our flag represents. Both of these things are wrong, and we have to stand up and say, give honor to whom honor is due, and don't repay evil with evil. It's not what you do. And a leader has to do that. And then the people can see and follow a leader. You know, there's multiple things that are wrong. There's so many variables. It's right for a leader to stand up for those things. But always seek the Lord. Always hear from the Lord and seek him. Because the Holy Ghost will tell you. Sometimes there's a timing to it as well. And the Bible tells us this. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. So if you ever see me sitting back and watching a situation, I can tell you. Because I don't just put out everything that I think. I'll sit back. I will watch a situation for days, for weeks. But as soon as the Lord tells me to say something and address something, I will address it. This is what a leader does. A leader is not fast to speak, but fast to listen for the Lord's instruction, correction, and redirection. A good leader is quick to listen to the Lord's instruction, correction, and redirection. Father, right now, I just pray. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. We just praise you. We give you glory. Lord, let us be the leader that you've called us to be. Let us not be held back. Let us stand strong. Let us not be leader, a leader without a backbone. Let us... Let us be a strong and bold leader that can come in front of a people and take a stand and not back down from ungodliness. Let us not back down in the face of ungodliness, but let us stand strong for godliness and let us lead and rule if we have that, if we have that responsibility in all the ways of God. Because the people will rejoice in these ways. Father, thank you for it. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Lord, strengthen us. Let us be strengthened as your word says. Let us see so clearly, like Ephesians 1, see so clearly what is your will and what isn't your will. Let our eyes of understanding be enlightened. Let our heart be enlightened. But Lord, also, let us be strengthened not with all of our own strength, but be strengthened with all of your might. With all of your might, Father, to be the leader that we're called to be. We thank you for it and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. I see my good friend, Pastor Amos from Nigeria. I love you. That's my brother in the Lord. It's so good to see your name. Thank you, Priscilla, for sowing into the kingdom right there. Uh, one of the things that we're going to do as we wrap up today, uh, you're welcome to sow into the gospel. Uh, many people are doing that, and uh, one of the things, but the broadcast is always given to you. We sow it into you, all of the effort, all of the work. We want you to have an alive and daily uh, bread for you out of the Word every single day. Uh, but there are people that God puts it on their heart. I want to be a part of what you're doing. I want to. I want to help purchase equipment. I want to help send that word all over the all over the world. Just like today, we got people watching all over North Carolina. We've got people watching up north, down south. We've got people watching in Africa and Nigeria, and we we want to send that. And if that's you, you're welcome to sow, uh, and we make it easy for you in that way. 
On Facebook, you can just type in hashtag donate and the amount after that, or anybody can go to givebc.org and you can sow into the gospel going out. And uh, we're having a good time. Uh, one thing that we're going to do, we were talking about this yesterday, is I'm going to do a segment at the end of this. When we first started the church 11 and a half years ago, the number one prayer request was finances. The number one prayer request, I would say over 50% of our prayer requests had to do with provision and finances. And the Lord gave us an instruction every single week that you have service. I want you to do a short teaching on prosperity and on finances. And what we watched is as we gave that teaching on prosperity and finances each and every week, all of a sudden the word says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. It also says in dealing with finances, this is a little thing. And he says, how can I give you the true riches of the kingdom if you don't understand this little thing and don't understand how finance is basically in context? If you don't understand how finances work in the kingdom, how can I teach you the meat of the kingdom? This is what he's saying. And so we started teaching people on their finances. Immediately, the number of prayer requests started to go down. And now our prayer request for provision is maybe 10%. And at one time, it was like 75%. Why? Because the, the word says, my people are destroyed for lack of understanding. As we gave them understanding, we gave them knowledge about the, the things of God, all of a sudden, their faith grew. Faith comes by hearing, hearing, hearing by the word of God. And so as we gave them the word of God on that, they started believing God and things started changing. God started blessing businesses, bringing things in. It was awesome. And so we're going to have a section at the end of the teaching each day that will speak directly to those finances so that you can constantly have a fresh word and understand finances. Why? Because if you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, he says this, I want you to have an abundance so that you can do every good work. God wants his people to be operating always in an overflow. If you just think about it, if we're redeemed from the curse and the curse is to be in debt in Deuteronomy 28, it says that. One of the things he says about the blessing when the curse is removed, he says you'll be the lender and not the borrower. How can you lend if you don't have overflow? This is one of the major blessings of God that Christ paid for us to have. He wants you to be in overflow. He wants you to be in abundance. So we're going to have a short section each day about that. And uh, we're excited. Uh, let's see. Priscilla replied to Pastor Amos. That's awesome. And Barrett said, in my entire time at being at Boomerang Church, I've never been in lack. I went from having nothing and being poor financially to living in abundance. Excited about this teaching. Amen. That's awesome. And Priscilla said, I'm the lender and not the bar. So if you would like to give, if you'd like to sow, you can do that easily. We love you. Thank you for being with us on the What's Right broadcast. The live lunch plus every day we start at 1145. We love you. Have a great, great day. We will see you tomorrow. It's going to be awesome Wednesday. Uh, what do we have uh, coming up tomorrow? What's the? Just tell me. Food mash. Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is. I'm a little concerned. A top ten list. And truth talk. Oh, that would be good.
That'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. So every day we have different content. It's going to be awesome. And we get to learn what these things are together. I have to discern from the Holy Ghost right now, do I want to be a part of Food Mash? And this is a very important, do I want to be a part of Food Mash? I need to pray about this in the Holy Ghost for sure. <laughs> Love you. Thank you for joining us on Lunch Plus. If you haven't shared it yet, please share it. We'll see you tomorrow, 1145. It's going to be awesome. Bye-bye.